And welcome to the Zoo's News Podcast, where we talk about current events, culture, and conspiracy. Not necessarily in that order, but that's uh, the order it's written down in, all right? Uh, With me, as always, is my buddy Culture Cat. Say what's up, Culture Cat. What's up, guys? The, The whole world is rotten. That's right. The whole world is rotten. There's uh there's almost too much to talk about that you can't stay focused. You can't have like a Bigfoot episode. That's just so far gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not right now at least. I'm not during election year. You yeah. don't do a Bigfoot during election year. Exactly. This election year has just been bananas, but I think most recently um we were we were off off air. We were talking about this new documentary on Netflix, Cuties. I I feel gross just even saying the name of it like that. I almost want a different like a code word when I talk about it. It's fucking just say weird. that like that pedophile movie on Netflix. Exactly, and I think that's what most people do. So it's kind of like but it's yeah, kind of like football stadiums. Like I don't know, it you know whatever the. San Francisco 49ers stadium was called, I think it's called Levi stadium, but everyone just calls it like, Oh, the 49ers stadium, you know, <laughs> like yeah. nobody cares. Now it's going to be like fucking socialist piece of shit stadium. Yeah, or on like fire. Kami. We love China stadium. So I didn't mean to interrupt you. Or like 49ers stadium is going to be called tang, bang, tang, Stadium. That's what it's going to be called. I'm not ashamed to say it. (laughs) Because I'm a puppet. Yeah, but you don't really... Do you speak Chinese? Do you know what you just said? What if what you said was actually shameful? that's true. I probably could have said something that could get me executed in parts of China. Yeah. You never know. I could have said, like, let freedom ring or, like, you know, the CCP is bad or, you know. There was that I'm guy that there was that guy who got in trouble, um, a Chinese guy who was a, a Chinese professor who was teaching a Chinese class, um, lo- the language of Chinese, and he was teaching them filler words. And one of the filler words in Chinese, like in, like um or like, they say um, ni ga, like there's two different words, but those yeah. are what they say. And he got. Uh, like in trouble for it, <laughs> which is so ridiculous. Yeah. I heard that story. Like someone's, yeah, it was that Tim shit's Pool. wild. Yeah, I've actually heard that before too. Because that's not even like a new thing. Like I remember videos from like when we were younger that were like Chinese people saying that, and we we're like, oh, ho, ho. it was like it's always been a thing. Yeah, the tattoos, it's not even a new thing. What's that? The Chinese tattoos. Like that's that's always been a joke. Yeah. Like you don't know what you just got on your arm. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, look how look. We just we got off of uh, that pedophile Netflix movie. I kind of did it on quickly, purpose. It, it makes me uncomfortable, I know. dude. Like I don't, I yeah. cannot. I deleted my Netflix account, and it asks you why, and I and I told yeah. him I was like, 
you know why. <laughs> it's because of that fucking pedophile movie, and you should be ashamed of yourself. When you remove it, I might consider coming back. But what I said, I don't know why anybody made it. I don't know why they wrote it. I don't know why they why they filmed it and yeah. taught those girls how to do that. Uh, the whole movie felt absolutely disgusting, and I feel like I need to. I feel like I need to be baptized, and I'm not very religious. But you watched the whole thing? Fuck no, I didn't watch the whole thing. But I watched, yeah, like, good. skimmed through it, <clears throat> and I saw enough that was just absolutely grotesque. And uh, you know, everybody shares their Netflix, and I have like five or six different people on mine. So I called everyone, and I was like, "Yo, I'm deleting this thing because of this." Um, if you, you know, I'll wait, I'll give you some time to watch it so that you can make your own choice or at least understand why I'm doing this. Um, and so I waited and I watched it myself. Like not, like I said, I just skimmed through and was like super uncomfortable. And then, um, I had to show somebody else because they didn't really believe me how bad it was. So I had to then rewatch the parts that I'd watched, um, Fine. with them. So uh, the good thing was was that everybody everybody was just as uh, upset and um, agreed yeah. with the yeah. decision to, to not have it because it's just I can't it's shocking it really is shocking. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen anybody in my like personal life or circle defend it in any in any way at all. Um, it's just all like if you go on the online uh, movie websites, all the critics are sticking up for it. Like, and, and all the, the audience scores are like, what the fuck is this? And I, I haven't put it on Netflix yet. Cause I don't turn Netflix on, but I saw some clips on uh, different Netflix channels or uh, Netflix, uh, YouTube channels rather of some things. And I, I don't know the context of it, but the fucked up thing is like, I don't need to know the context of these clips. Like the, I don't need to know the context of the storyline. It's like, what the fuck is this? This is, you know, I, I, you don't need to use pretty prepubescent girls to tell uh, stories with like, like that's, I think, I guess it's a French film, which is what like they're, the, the, is how they're excusing it. But it's like, this isn't fucking France. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, I think Tim Poole was talking about it, and he said something along the lines of, they really are claiming that it's like a coming-of-age film and that it's about how children are over-sexualized. That's the angle that they're taking. Like, oh, yeah, this is trying to show everybody that children are over-sexualized. So why would you, yeah. why would you make a movie over-sexualizing children? So it'd be like, what the, the example Tim Poole did was, heroin i think so like if all oh, this is about raising awareness for kids who do heroin and then you like film 11 year olds getting high on heroin uh to prove your exactly. point and it's just like this is unnecessary i mean the shots were longer than they should right. have been they were unnecessary um you could yeah. you know movies have been happening for a uh, hundred a hundred years now i think you know like silent films early 1900s so we, it's safe to say films have happened for camera work for over a hundred years and um you know how to do things um by insinuating or shadowing or you know cutting away at the last second or showing the top half of the body while the you know like there's ways yeah. to do it and they almost went out of their way to show parts of of an 11 year old's body that you you don't need to see there's literally no reason for that yeah so I saw I saw a clip. I, I don't know the context, but the little girl like 
has her brother's phone and like takes a picture of her like little vagina and posts it to the cloud on his phone. Like, I don't even know the context. See, like, I didn't even see that like, part. What the fuck am I watching? I didn't even see that yeah, part. She, the girl's, like, in the hallway, and she, like, wrestles with her brother, and he's trying to get his phone back. And she goes in the bathroom and, like, pulls down her pants and takes a picture of her vagina and, and uploads it to the cloud. And, like, I'm a, I mean, I, I can't talk about it. Like, like, this is, I don't know what the context of the film is, but it certainly seems like she's trying to frame him with something. Either way, that could give people some fucking young kids some terrible, terrible ideas. Like that South Park episode, like my parents molested. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think that's that might not like from the clips I saw. Well, but yeah, I mean, there's there's way more problems than just that. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, there's a that's lot of there's what, a lot of little ones. Like, I mean, it's fucking disgusting as well. I it just I don't want to think about that. I don't. Well, so I, I don't wait. Know. So there's there's there is a part, and this has absolutely nothing to do with over sexualizing children. It, it it there's a part where like they're in the woods, and they're dancing and whatever nonsense. I mean, they're being eleven year old kids. Like the whole movie just makes you feel uncomfortable. So um, this one girl walks over and she finds a condom, but she doesn't know it's a condom. So she like blows into it and she's like, "Look, I found a boob for whatever," and then. Um, for one of the girls, and they're like, "Ew, that's a condom." People who have AIDS have sex with those, and then the, and then the little girls are like, "Oh, stay away from me, stay away from me, stay away from me." And then the girl who touched the condom starts crying, and she's like, "How? What? How was I supposed to know? How was I supposed to know?" And it's like it shows you so much in that little bit. First of all, they're teaching children that only you only use condoms if you have AIDS, which is completely not true and and very unsafe. Um, and they're also um, showing how um, their innocence, you know, like they're literally playing upon the innocence in the movie. It, it, it's not like they don't, you know, it's not like they're over-sexualizing them and pretending like they're okay with it. There's parts where they literally emphasize and highlight the innocence of these girls. There's another part where these guys walk up to them and uh, they lie about their age. And uh, the the new girl, the main the main character, she says eleven, and they say fourteen, and then the guys are like, "Oh, you guys are eleven! Like, what are you talking about?" And then the one girl who touched the condom, she's like trying to get them to like her. She's like, "Oh no, no, no! We're in high school. Like, I know all about that Pelagory theorem stuff, and like, I'm, um, I, uh, I one pl- one time I know all my multiplication tables. One times one is one, right? And it's like, oh my god! Like these are children. It like reminds you throughout the movie how innocent these girls are, and it just keeps making you uncomfortable. Now, I I want to I want to do a little yeah. bit of a discretion. Is that what I have a very good memory, so, so it's not like I I watched and studied this movie. I just remember things extremely well. So. Um, that's, I just want to say. The interesting thing is the director and the writer is this like black woman who's actually not bad I haven't looking. even looked into she's, that. That's crazy. Yeah, she's the director and the writer is this black woman. I think she's like South African or something. That might be totally off. But she's not American. Mm. Maybe she's French. I don't, I don't recall. I could easily look it up, but I'm not going to because... That would just be way too much effort for the cause. Um, however, I thought it was interesting that it wasn't like a Dan Schneider. It wasn't like some fucking fat, gross-looking dude. You know, 
No, I mean, like an Anthony Weiner looking guy. I can honestly. So I, I think that's. I mean, it's part of. It's part of French culture, which is not. I'm not sticking up for that, but it almost seems like the elite are trying to condition the American population to be, you know, to use other um, cultures, other uh, nations' cultures to justify pedophilia in our culture. So I think they're kind of using the French thing to justify it, which is fucking weird. Because if you've noticed, like, lately, the last, you know, few years, they've been trying to make, you know, men, women, and women, men. And it seems like they're trying to... um, bridge some kind of gap so they can make more money in entertainment so they can so that so they can broaden their demographic you know what i'm saying if you make create another children want things that are more mature and you want you make kids or adults want things that are less mature no one's smart you can brainwash the whole fucking population and make a shit ton of money and that's why they have like these fucking stupid ass shows like my girlfriend watches these shows on netflix that literally seem like they're for adults but they seem like they're disney channel shows mm-hmm. like they the jokes are just like crappy like disney channel ones they're, they're poorly done the sitcom it's, it's like it literally feels like hannah montana but what? they're like having sex lives and stuff it's just really weird i feel like they're trying to make uh like they're trying to sell more product easily and not having to be diverse it with with entertainment well so it's just like what's up? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And the and and the, the crazy thing is, is it would sound absolutely impossible, except everything is owned by the same five or six companies. So like they are they're they're making sports more scandalous because they're allowing reporters to 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 report on things that they maybe shouldn't shed light on, and they're. You know, they're playing the game with ESPN that they're playing with sitcoms for, you know, elderly women and everyone is being pushed the same message yeah. one way or another. And it's not crazy because they're all taking orders from the same people. So it is 100 percent possible that that's what they've been doing. And they're, they're just creating a whole and other I miss market. demographics. Dude. Yeah. I do. Too. I miss there being something for everybody in different universes being that universe. Sports being its own universe. You don't have to work in all the demographics to try to get viewers. Yep. It's not about the dollar. It's not about impressing the bi- the billion people in China. You're not trying to go global. It's it just I feel like America has sold out. The entertainment industry has sold out entirely. Mm-hmm. And there's no like niche markets. All the niche stuff is all YouTube creators, mm-hmm. so that's kind of what I've, I've been immersed in is like like YouTube stuff, and I mean I still have a few shows that are good. The whole world isn't completely rotten. There's still some some good shows. Even Netflix has produced some pretty good shows or um, hosted some good shows. It's not all garbage, but it's hard. Like you said, it's hard to to support the good shows when you find out they're putting this shit on there. Well, I I, I and not only not only that they're they're defending yeah. it. And they've they've lost a shit ton of money. I mean, I haven't seen any evidence and done the research, but I've seen a lot of people posting on uh, social media that Netflix has lost like a fuck ton of money. Yeah, I just um, I want to bring up a movie that I think maybe we've overlooked because, in retrospect, it kind of sheds a little bit more light on stuff. But I mean, like going back as far as Super Bad, um, but uh, and like Knocked Up and stuff. Like when we were younger there was those movies that were targeted towards 13 year olds. And like most recently there was that one 
about um I think it came out in 2019 is about like those three kids who just were like trying to get a porn or something or trying to get it wasn't like bad boys or yeah something like, like that. that was that was also about over sexualizing kids but not not like their bodies okay. their that was minds. A Seth Rogen's first directed film yeah that, uh, Seth Rogen did because that. like little boys aren't necessarily going to appeal like by the dancing group and stuff like that so like it just kind of sh- it kind of shows younger boys this is what your goals are you're supposed to go out and find this stuff that's what makes you cool is having experience yeah. and doing like it's like we we're being conditioned to just give up and I understand the the connection with like the Bible and, and and Christians wanting to you know choose the right path and stuff like that. But like we really are being infiltrated through media, and it's been happening since we were kids. Um, yeah, for sure. It's just it's just only gotten worse and more obvious because we can uh, we have we have different lenses to see through. Yeah. And yeah, it's only becoming more obvious and more frustrating, yeah. more painful. And I think. To watch I had this idea today. I think it all started, obviously, it started with JFK. Um, that's when the plan kind of kicked in. But I think it had to kick in then because that's when there was a bunch of baby boomers. Like, that was when America got all the power and then a bunch of soldiers came home and they made a lot of babies. And there was a huge bump in population. They killed Kennedy and they took over the, the media. And then they started brainwashing everybody. So since, since that time frame, they've... You know, and all those older people who knew life before that—they—they're dead, and all you have left are baby boomers who are who have been brainwashed their whole lives, and it makes total sense. That's where—that's yeah. where we're living. And then, like, you have that interesting variable of the internet, where it's like they—they they use this this internet to control the shit out of us, but it's also like turning against them. It's the only weapon people have is the internet as well. So it, it, it's such an interesting thing. But they're they're starting a band just like, it, it was casual, you know, it was like Alex Jones is banned. And, you know, some people were like, you know, that's wrong. Even though I don't agree with Alex Jones, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. You had those people. Yep. But for the most part, it just, no one, it just it went away. No one cared anymore. No one was outside with picket signs for Alex Jones. But now we're getting to the point where they're just deleting people for no reason. They took Tommy G's betting site down. Like, it had nothing to do with conspiracies. It was his betting site and, like, just ways of getting paid and transferring money. And it's it's fucking scary because um, Tim Pool was mentioning something about this, about how, like, if we we go to a civil war... um, we think that the conservatives think that they're just going to roll over, steamroll the other side because of guns, but the left has the tech, the technocracy. They have all the, the information. They, they can cut off our way of communication. They, can, they have the power of propaganda, and they also have the willingness to be little cunts. Like, our side is, is honorable, which is the way we need to stay, and we need to remain you know calm and not try to because that's what they're trying to do they're trying to bait us they're like little brothers or sisters who are like fucking with you and like flicking your ears so you smack them and they can be like mom that's exactly what they're yep. uh, black lives matter and antifa are doing so i just i think it's important for the conservative side and not like <clears throat> i don't even like saying conservative side because i'm not even conservative but the climate we're in right now, it's like fucking everyone's conservative if they're not on the other side. So 
I guess. I'm still a libertarian, well, but not, voting Republican and isn't that why parlors I've become so a lot What's that? Sorry. Um, isn't that why parlor is so important right now? Yeah, but I feel like parlor is an echo chamber. It is important During because the Civil it's War, a that won't matter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Good point. I mean, but also like you got to wonder what kind of um what kind of people at and and Verizon up there and um Cox and just different kind of cable companies you got to wonder you know what I mean like the CEOs and you just know you don't know who's on what side and why there's so much shit going on so i think there's you're right there's parlor but it's like what about the internet what if they start pulling people's internet connections or you know, banning IP addresses and that kind of stuff, you know? So it's, it's fucking wild because that's possible. Well, that's, that's the other part of that is I think that's why the Q movement is waiting for another internet, right? To like sideswipe all of that. Like, fuck them. We're going to start over. This internet has no rules. And then someone else can go on there. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Is that is that a real Q thing, or is that like an Austin Steinbart thing? I mean, I think Q's alluded to it. Um, like, there was yeah. a few posts where they were, like, asking about internet and, like, talking about internets on, on satellites, I think. Um, and I know Austin did go... Yeah, Starlink. It's the Elon Musk. Yeah, thing. that. So, um, I know he, he, like, he spoke about it and kind of went into depth on his version, but I know Q was talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I sure fucking hope so. But then again, it's like, what side is Elon Musk on? Because that guy gives me the heebie-jeebies still. I don't really trust him. His wife is creepy as fuck. Like, weird Canadian, like, satanic princess doing weird... I don't know, uh, ...performance art. I mean, it is really hard to... I don't know. ...really hard to, like, look at people and judge and, like, know what kind of motives they have and what experiences they've had and all that other stuff like we can really only hope um yeah i mean i, I like to have faith but i'm just saying there's a lot of i have i'm reserved I, I, I yeah i i don't have faith like he there's a lot of weird stuff about him i mean there's a lot of good too but there's there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting things. but i have watched and played, I've played more 007 games than I have watched 007 movies. But I do know in espionage, yeah. you have to play the game sometimes. So it is possible that that fishy stuff was going along. And I'm, and I'm com- being completely optimistic and I'm choosing to be. But that's what I mean. Like the, the, like, like the whole Trump, I wish her well thing. I think that was a catty response. I think that was like a ha-ha, we got you, bitch. Like, sleep well on your fucking stainless steel thing. And I know how he said it, but, like, that's how I took it. He, he was being very catty when he said that. So, like, uh, you know, business deals. He dropped out of Tesla. The government stepped in and saved Tesla at one point. Um, so he may have a deal with someone and he knows he's untouchable because he's got a hold of a bunch of patents or who knows what, you know? I don't know. Those, like, it's so hard to judge people who have that much money and are that smart i just don't i can't even begin you know yeah definitely so i choose to be photographed with photographed with jizz face maxwell which isn't a big deal like being being photographed with them 
honestly, it's not like dead evidence you did anything wrong. But to be fair, like they're they're like sneaky little figureheads. It's not like that you can. It's not like you can see them photographed with a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like I could, if I went to like Hillary Clinton, I could find like so many photos with her and, and celebrities. So I'm not. It's not evidence of anything, but it is like. What the fuck? Elon Musk and Julian Okay. He was building tunnels, submarines. Like he there's um there's some links that I can't go deep into in the podcast because I'm not smart enough to yet. <laughs> I haven't looked into that shit enough, but apparently he was fucking like part of building tunnels. There's there he had some some side uh, the boring company. Company that was building is it boring? Boring company. That was doing yeah. That? They sold hats for like a hundred bucks or something, and they sold like a million of them in a day. Wow! I thought they made that fucking um, blowtorch, uh, flamethrower. Yeah, they thing they too, did huh? that too. Yeah, that was all promotion for the for the company to spread the word about how they yeah. were building tunnels underground. I think the optimistic side is to be like. Yeah, I mean, maybe he did sign a contract with this fucking girl to make tunnels or whatever, and then along the lines, he found out what the fuck was really going on. Like, he could be a good guy who's, like, telling on bad guys. Like, so, yeah, I mean, that's the optimistic side for me, is that, like, you know, because that's got to be a thing. Like, there's got to be good people that bad people try to get involved with, and, you know, it's kind of like the whole theory that Trump has been, like, an intelligence um, asset for a while now like that he's he's been an informant for like a like a while yeah you know that theory yeah i do um i believe it um because he's kind of always been consistently um positive and correct like throughout all of his his interviews in the past um regarding certain people i think he even predicted uh they were going to have a, a terrorist attack that was huge and they were going to blame Osama bin Laden. Oh, yeah, like 19 months before it happened. Yeah, I think he yeah. wrote the book in 2019 and it was published in 2000, in the year 2000. And he said literally... You mean, you mean 1999, 1999? What did I say? I think you said 2019. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 1999. Yeah, he wrote it then, published it a year later, and it was a year before 2001, and it happened, and then everyone was like, holy shit. Like, he's always been keen to insert information. And the other thing I found out a couple of days ago is that he registered Make America Great Again in 2012. Yeah. Which means well, he that's crazy. had plans for that, plans to run for president, seriously run for president all well, the way back then. Think about okay. So think about he knew he, that 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 thing in his book. He saying uh, he he knows that this is going to happen. So say act like you're George Bush or you're the deep state. You're the deep state and you plan nine eleven. You were behind nine eleven, right? And then you 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 find out that there's this article in this billionaire's book about how you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, if you knew that, you would be fucking freaking out now that he's president. You'd be freaking the fuck out. You'd be like, if you were like some kind of drug lord and you were fucking selling, you know what I'm saying? Selling a bunch of drugs and you found out that somebody that uh, wrote a book predicting that you, what you were doing, you know what I'm saying? Like that, I think it makes so much sense that why the deep state in Hollywood and everyone are like, 
why they hate. I mean, I'm sure there's several other reasons. I'm sure the pedophile thing is legit. I'm sure like there's like the China uh, thing, like stock. I'm sure there's so many people that hate him for so many different reasons. But I think that's a big one. I think that people behind 9-11 know Donald Trump knows something happened on 9-11. And I think they also know that he was wary of Obama's birth certificate. And he was like pro Joe Arpaio. So like, I feel like if you knew that this guy knew all this shit, knew all this shit about your crimes and he became the president, you're going to fucking freak out. Yeah, I think people like you and I who have conscience uh, would, but I think that they felt like they were untouchable even when he did. Because how many people even know that he he said that? How many people know that he predicted that? Um, and even the ones... Well, we, not, not, we, not even... I'm talking about the deep state people. No, I know. They, I do think they knew that. No, I think they is, knew he said that. No, you're right. But my point is is that they they felt so comfortable knowing that the public will never know or believe that. So they, they laughed at oh, him. Yeah. I think they never yeah. took him seriously. Yeah. They, they were like bullies in high school. And the, the, the new kid just won prom king. And the fucking queen is pissed. And that's what's happening. Like... He really was an outsider, but also an insider. And that's the thing is he was, he's been in the elite his entire life. So at one point when he was young, he probably played around a little bit. I don't know how far, I'm not saying satanic. He claims that he hasn't drinking or smoked anything in his life. Um, But he could have dabbled in some stuff and maybe girls, maybe that was his thing. Um, Just like, old old enough women but you know 18 whatever um whatever it was and then he was like you know what this is not good so what do i do here and he's a very smart person he's not he wouldn't just be like he wouldn't just blow the whistle because he knows he would be dead so maybe he started playing the game early on and no one ever suspected anything and then he really wanted to run the whole q people probably contacted him because i think the major one you're right i think the major one is the birth certificate I think the other ones were where he could squeamish his way out. People could not believe him. But when he raised enough hell about the birth certificate, that's when the media really started going towards Donald Trump. And during all of the fucking hate, the motherfucker signed up for a Comedy Central roast and fucking took it on the chin like a goddamn man. He is... Definitely seemed planned. Seemed like... uh, preparation for running yeah definitely so yeah or maybe maybe even like a psyop to be like hey look at all these people love me right now and they're gonna fucking hate me in like three months because like you only roast the ones you love you know yeah like it, that that as well like seeing if you could take it like putting it, it's almost like a movie if they're gonna make a movie like the q yeah. operation <laughs> movie and like the q team makes him do a fucking roast to see if he can handle yeah the ridicule you know, what he's about to go through yeah yeah, and you know those, you know those, uh, those um, highlight films of like Trump talking from the '60s all the way up the '60s. That's a little early, but you know he's he's talking on um, like Oprah '80s. Yeah, I, I, late. 80s. Yeah, that was the '80s. But all, all those different talk shows, like different talk show hosts, are asking him if he's going to run for president, and it happens over and over again. Yeah. And I start to get the feeling that they're like, uh, like trying to see if they're fucked. Like, <laughs> are you, you going to run for president? Like trying to make sure he doesn't. 
And he's like, no, I don't think I want to do that. And they're like, why? Why don't you want to do that? Like, like taking notes. Taking yeah. notes like, oh, we better make sure that he fucking doesn't run. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like... It's like when you're a kid like you um, call your parents. And like, how, how close you are to coming home? Like, what's what's going on? So you can figure out how much time you have before you have to clean. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, you haven't left work yet? Yeah. Okay, cool. I was just calling to see, you know, what's up and hope you had a good day. I'll talk to you later. And you start cleaning. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because they know. They know that this guy knows some shit that's going to lead to them being fucked. Like he just know, they know that if he gets the power and the ability to look through documents and see certain things or know something or I don't know. And I, I also know that the second Epstein got arrested, there's like this new level of panic mm-hmm. throughout everything. That's when so the plans. There is a human. There's a human trafficking element. Yep. There's a 9/11 element. There's there's a there's a bunch of there's a bunch of elements, but people, real people, there's I know smart people, like honestly, that that believe that Donald Trump is a fascist, which shows how fucking powerful propaganda can be. Well, it, it absolutely the only the does. only thing of the only thing about fa- the only thing fascist about him it would be the nationalism, and I don't see anything wrong with nationalism. Yeah, I mean, there's. And he's um, he's not politically correct. So like, I don't know how anybody who could, who's for free freedom of speech could be considered a fascist. He has never tried to silence anybody. Even the media, who continuously lies about him, has not been punished by law for lying. Um, you know, he's pro guns, which is completely anti-fascist. Um, it doesn't make any sense. So like, we both have somebody we we both know who lived in China for a while and he's, he's an educated person. I mean, like opinions are opinions and everything like Paul, it doesn't, he doesn't make you smart. You know, you know what I mean? But like, he's just, he's a, he's, he's a fairly smart human being and he's educated and he's lived in China and he, he posted, um, socialism isn't as dangerous as fascism. And I mean, obviously implying that Trump is fascist. And it's just like I, I still I it blows my mind. It blows my mind that people, that's that's just fundamental shit. It's not like we're debating whether abortion should be legal or not, or we should give this amount of money to do roads, or it's not like a fun. It, this is like it's it's fundamental. It's fucking. It's like a definition. It's, yeah, it's just definition, and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What is he doing that's fascist? Other than him being a nationalist, because that is part of fascism, but I don't under-fucking-stand what's wrong with nationalism. I don't care. It's the other, um, you know, the other parts of fascism. I mean, and honestly, we're, we're, way, more so, we're way more of a socialist country than we are of a fascist country. Like, Absolutely. There are things, I mean, we have, like, fire the fire department and the police and the military and you know there's there's things in our our government and our and you know that are they're fucking socialists we're way more socialist than we are fascism the thing that made me mad about that post is like first of all we're not fascists so i don't know what the fuck you're alluding to and secondly i'm more afraid of communism than socialism i mean i don't like i fucking don't want to live in a socialist you know um the socialist government or um, rather a socialist economy. 
I don't want to live in a socialist economy. That's my big thing. I believe in capitalism. I just think that uh, you could you could tell that I'm a fucking st- I'm stoned as fuck right now. I can't even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could tell. Yeah. Do you remember where I was? Yeah. In my fucking banter. Yeah. Jeez Louise. You, I feel like Joe Rogan right now. You picked it up right right where you needed to. I think there's diff- there's obviously different levels of intelligence. You could be a doctor and not have any time for politics. Um, so you're super smart, but you're ignorant on politics and what's going on. You're ignorant on what bills and history and governors and mayors and laws. And you're ignorant, but you're smart, but you're ignorant on this topic. And I think a lot of people confuse the two. Um, I get kind of annoyed when people talk to me about stuff and then laugh in my face when I tell them things that they don't know. And I say them as if they're matter of fact because I've looked up the laws. I've looked up the videos. I've seen things. I've read stuff, you know. And I say something and they laugh at me. And it's just like it shows their ignorance because – I don't know anything at all about soccer. Like, if somebody said to me who that they're, they're having a conversation at the table about the best soccer player on a team, um, I have no business saying anything at all. I don't know any of the players on the roster, in the league, in the history, at all, nothing at all. So why would I say, oh, no way, this person's going to win the MVP. Cristiano Ronaldo, whatever, or whatever his name is, is going to win the MVP. He's the best one ever because he's the only one I know. And they laugh at me. Um, you know, it'd be like me laughing at them if they tell me someone else. It just, it, I don't know what I'm talking about. And they don't know the arena and the politics. So I don't know why they're allowed to have an opinion and why they're so confident in it. I think the confidence comes from, it's everywhere. The The Black Lives Matter stuff is on is everywhere. It's in Sesame Street. It's in school curriculum. It's in um, commercials. Uh, video games, sports, it's everywhere. So they feel confident in numbers. They don't need to look it up. They just, they're being told what to do and they, they obviously agree with it because black lives do matter. Brown lives matter. Yellow lives matter. Purple lives matter. All lives matter. So it's easy to agree with it. And they, they just feel confident in their numbers. They don't need to know because the guy next to them will laugh at you with them. So, and then the conversation's That's over. Fun. It's embarrassing. I've also I've also noticed anecdotally that beta personalities tend to be like for Biden and hate Trump and more alpha personalities tend to f- support Trump more. Like this is just anecdotal, but I've noticed it. Like the biggest betas I know on my Facebook are fucking going hard against Trump and are like a little too friendly with Biden. Like Biden's a little too friendly with every you know, little relative of Congress when they're sworn in. Yeah. I mean, there's only a few reasons to be for Biden. You know, you're either you're either brainwashed to think that you need government assistance. Um, at one point we did because they moved all of the jobs, but now the jobs are coming back slowly and more jobs are opening up. That includes preschools and things like that for parents to drop their children off at while they go to work. Um, and th- that's one of the reasons. You need health care because you have a disease or, 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 or a condition or something that you need, which we all need health care. I completely understand. I just think this country is way too big for everybody to have universal health care. 
from the government only. Um, you either um, like to fuck kids because they're, they make laws that allow you to, to do that to children and get away with it. And um, not necessarily I understand you don't get away with it. Yeah, but the fact that it's, it's punished differently because you're a certain uh, sexual orientation is a completely unconstitutional. Yeah, that's wild in California. That's wild. Yeah. So there's only a few yeah. reasons really to vote for them. And they're really, some of them are understandable, but they're not real realistic. Some of them are ridiculous and some of them are criminal. <laughs> That's how I feel about it yeah. at this point. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're, you're gay, straight or anything in the middle that I haven't heard of yet. Like, uh, fucking sexually abusing a child is harming a child. Uh, I can't, I cannot even, I, that shit, you you don't like talking about fucking cuties on Netflix. That that California bill is fucking unbelievable, dude. Like no hyperbole. Like get your kids out of California. Shit's fucking insane. It's unfathomable that it's allowed. Yeah, even do even if I have a, a gay son one day, which I whatever. If I have a gay son one day, I still don't want him fucking like Steve from the bar when he's 12 or something. It doesn't yeah. justify and, anything that they're gay. And you won't be okay with him fucking a 12-year-old if he's 22. You'd be like, yo, you can't fuck a 12-year-old just because you're gay. Sorry. It's wild. I'm going to kick your fucking ass. That's crazy. It's wild. I mean, and it does make sense that I've heard that, that maybe – they're trying to get ready for what's coming. They're trying to maybe maybe there's a lot of these politicians that fucked up when they were younger, and this is them trying to not register and not become public to the Very public possible. eye. It seems like a last a last chance, a last ditch effort to like save their asses, and some and it's gonna save some of their asses. I mean, the the whole ten ten uh, ten year thing. The people that are past ten years are fucked, but going to save some people well it's fucking insane like to be fair it doesn't get them off it it just allows the judge to make the decision there's no like the minimum requirement is lowered so if if well yeah but they don't have to register no but if they do get caught and the judge determines that they absolutely do need to register that's still possible it just depends on how crooked you're right but all that means is like look at general flynn Look at this fucking game we've been yeah, playing. Yeah, it's the judge. So all that means is like the deep state can get all his buddies out and fuck everybody else. Absolutely. You know, I mean, you're right. The I that's a negative way to look at it. What I just said, but it's 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 fucking no, true. I agree with you. I don't trust a fucking a judge. Just still could be a last ditch effort to fucking. How many of these judges are fucking kids? No, I 100% agree with you. I'm just I'm just trying to be completely fair so that it doesn't come across like we're completely right. far right because we're not. We're rational many, fucking people yeah. and it's a, it's aggravating that anything that doesn't go along with what's on the screen makes you a far right fucking racist bigot. It's it's preposterous. The right is eating up the left because of that reason. There's people in the middle who've gone their whole life not being racist. They just don't agree with one thing, and then you make you call them a bigot. It's the worst idea for a country this big. You're pissing off more people. It doesn't work. Thank goodness it doesn't work. Sorry. <laughs> it's just. It's been a crazy one. This year's been fucking wild. It's been nonstop, to say the least. 
Yeah, it's been wild. I didn't. I'm ready for this COVID shit to be over. I don't understand. Like, is there a fucking? Is everyone waiting for a phone call? Like, is there going to be a phone call that everyone gets where, like, fucking Steve, the COVID guy, is going to be like, Steve, the COVID guy, everyone doesn't have to wear a mask, a fucking idiot anymore. Um, Let everyone live their lives. Like, what the fuck? There's no timetable. It went from, like, two weeks to, you know, to stop the curve or whatever. (laughs) And And now it's just like, what the fuck? Summer's over. What are we doing? Yeah, I, I'm getting I'm getting really fucking discouraged. The people the, the people that were complacent are even more complacent, and the people who are like fighting it are just like getting getting used to it. Yeah, starting it's bumming bumming me out. This COVID shit needs to end. Whatever the fuck. I I really everyone's confident. Okay, my theory is if if this shit doesn't end after the election. Shit's going to hit the fan for COVID, regardless of protests for Trump or Biden. If this shit isn't an, an election-driven thing, because I think a lot of people have in their mind that this is, you know, COVID will go away after the election. That's been implanted in our head, kind of like the stop-the-curve bullshit. If this second fucking thing, because I think a lot of people subconsciously in their head think after this election, it's done. If it's not done, people are going to be fucking pissed, including myself. And it's gonna take an event like that to just to, for the whole the uh, mass consciousness just to be like fuck this. And I think they're gonna have more riots than just these fake bullshit ones. COVID is 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 getting ridiculous, and there are patriots out there and bands of of people, groups of people that are like even way you know harder than us fucking i dude real talk i I was thinking about the other day um if people came to my door to take my gun hypothetically i don't think i'm even ready to to shoot the police yet like just being realistic are you ready shit has to like really hit the fan first for i'm not gonna be the first one no i think it's like a it's a split second decision, dude. I mean, I think it's everyone's trying to be tough, saying they're gonna fucking kill the police and stuff if they try to take their guns or shoot the military. Everyone's trying to be really tough, but like, I think everybody just has- realistically, like you're fucked if the, if the rest of the world isn't behind you, you're just gonna go to jail for life. You just fucking kill the federal agent. You're fucked. I think they have an idea that it's like martial law where the military patrols the streets and then they all come in at once through house like right. house to house to come get everybody's stuff and they think everyone's going to be on the street ready to meet them it doesn't happen that way <laughs> um and frog in the pot shit exactly um and i think i look it's at covid all fucking year yeah i mean i look i look at these last three years as war it, it has been war for for certain groups of people and um it's a struggle for power and I believe that the COVID stuff, not only was it, it was like a triple thing. I mean, it, it first of all, it knocked the economy down. It stopped all that growth and, and put people in panic, which is great. Bought a, up a bunch of rations, did that whole thing when it first came out. But um, it conditioned them for the future for either win or loss. Um, 
if they won, now they have it, – it showed them how many people they had brainwashed, like the willing ones and how quick they can get people to like yell at people in the grocery store for not wearing one. Um, that shit's crazy. Yeah, it just kind of like showed them who their soldiers were a little bit. And um, I think it's just – it's war playing out. And it, it seems silly to say it like that um, because people don't really realize what's possible. But I think it, I think it was an attack of war from the deep state insurgency, the Chinese polit- uh, Communist Party, and whoever's trying to, to grab up this power that's over here. Um, it's obvious. So the answer yeah. to your question, yes, I do think after the election, something needs to give. And if it doesn't, it's going to be very alarming for the people who have been putting up the fight. So... Um, yeah, I'm gonna start losing my shit, dude. Like, what if they I'm, release another pretty... another strain? I mean, flu season is coming. Like, that's what's coming right around the bend. So, it, are we gonna get a really, really, really bad flu season where people are freaking out just as bad? You know, how many of these people are gonna be Howie Mandel after this? And 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 are we ever gonna go back to handshakes, crowds, and stuff like that? Psychological warfare. It's just. It's fucking scary how easily manipulated people are. And then you have fucking influencers like Joe Rogan posting pictures with masks on and shit like that. It's just, there's no, there's no voices left. They're all like, all the voices, the real voices left are all rogue off the fucking map internet pirates that can fucking barely hold their audience because all of the social media you know, technopoly fuck faces have banned them from everything. You know, like Owen Benjamin, I'm not a fan of fucking everything the guy does, but he's like, he, he was pushed off of everything and on his own platform. I'm not paying for, but like, uh, he's just one of many, like the Tommy G gone. Like, they're just, it, it fucking sucks. Comedy already fucking sucks. There's no edgy comedy on any platforms, like other than and other like honestly, Louis C.K. special he put out on his website because like honestly it wasn't fucking amazing, but it was actual comedy. Like he, you could tell he wasn't just being a little bitch. Like uh, everyone on Netflix, I mean, Burt Kreischer is funny and Tom Segura is funny, but. There's there's a lot of fucking dog shit comedy really on no Netflix political. I can't even watch. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just getting older. Yeah, there's no George Carlin. Bill Hicks. There's no Bill Hicks. Yeah, there's none of those revolutionary powerful voices. We have Trevor Noah. Have is like, <laughs> yeah, right. We have all these foreigners from other countries. Just so odd that trend, that trend of like Comedy Central and foreigners. I think the only real one was Craig Ferguson. And I think that's why he was short-lived. I think the the chubby English guy, John, not John Oliver, I don't know the other guy, James Gordon or whatever, John Oliver, um, Trevor Noah, um, all these guys, I think they're all plants, you know? Uh, Pierce, Morgan, Pierce Morgan. Whoa. Got, Pierce Morgan yeah, got, yeah, Pierce Morgan got fucking Bill O'Reilly, or, uh, Larry King's seat or some shit. And Ben Shapiro. And like shit the bed and lost it. <laughs> yeah. So who are all these fuckers? It is weird, the foreign influence. It's very strange. Yeah, because uh, England 
is super fucked right now with this whole COVID thing. Like, I hear they're about to go into another lockdown. Um, Israel, no, New Zealand. No, yeah, Israel. Israel just went into a re- another lockdown. Um, Sweden, I hear, is doing amazing. I hear Sweden is doing wonderful. Do, do you believe that these lockdowns and everything are for COVID? Or do you think there's something else going on? Like, it just... I don't know. The only other thing I can think of is that they're rescuing the kids, but I don't know nearly enough anything at all about military operations or anything. The other interesting... Doesn't that seem strange to fucking treat everybody like total fucking shit and like to like save kids? Yeah, no, it does because it also... stuff I don't know, but... Well, Well, here's the thing. I think it makes smuggling, not to save kids, I think it helps the smugglers. I, I think it helps them hide their identities because everybody looks the same. So I think that was their move to help them mask, move the kids. Put the fucking masks on. You can't identify who this is. It's my fucking kid. Put tape over their mouth so they can't speak or some shit. Put a mask over their face and nobody asks any fucking questions, dude. It's so dumb. How many silent robberies happened lately? Does anybody know? Because it's so easy. You just walk in and be like, give me your shit. I have a gun in my pocket. Everyone's wearing fucking bandanas and masks. So that's what I think. I think it's a play, but not from the not from the good guys. I think it's a help hide the identity of the kids. Yeah, dude, it makes me fucking cringe. I was I was driving home the other day and I saw this girl with her mask, and then she had a ski cap on her head, a beanie, and and it's fucking hot as shit outside. But she had a beanie and glasses and a mask, and it's like your whole fucking like, what are we? doing and in the dispensary uh waiting uh the waiting area because the stuff i got where i can't even fucking keep my sentences straight right now when i was getting that stuff i saw a man in the waiting room who was wearing his motorcycle helmet i was like are you fucking kidding me an an alternative i suppose but it was like fucking disturbing in a weird way turn your Take your helmet off, weirdo. You know it's so bizarre. It, that's, that's, you could just went on like a rampage. Yeah, that's very Grand Theft Auto, dude. That's very yeah, Fortnite. I don't like this precedent we're set, we're setting. I just feel like we're living. Oh, oh, dude, did you did you know that um, in the This Is America music video, those kids are wearing masks? Yeah, no, I didn't know that until you pointed it out. That shit is crazy. Why? Why the fuck are they wearing masks? Well, I told you that too, like Need for Speed, Miami, um, I don't have the game, but I saw the trailer and when I caught it on the trailer, the the game was made in 2019 and, and one of the masks, like surgical masks is one of the options you can have for your driver, like your character. I thought that was very strange. And then someone pointed out. That is fucking strange. Somebody pointed out, like, oh, well, everything seems. It came from China, and and that's part of like that was that's been normalized in China since SARS in two thousand six or something like that. That's why the masks are more annoying because it's like fucking Chinese influence, like forced Chinese socialist influence that no one else sees through socialist communist influence that no one fucking sees through, and maybe COVID is real, but. I th- I think that COVID was real in like New York City, and there were like little spurts around the country from traveling. But I think there was some kind of bio attack in New York City because that's where all like the hardest evidence seems to come out of, well, and the most actual cases. And I think it was like an attack on 
on elderly homes on the on like the like a some kind of false flag attack or like release thing into elderly homes and into like New York City. New York City is where 9/11 happened and it is like a deep state fuck fucking playground and there's a lot of people there and Yeah, but I don't think you know what I'm saying? I think it's, you're it's, giving it too much credit when you say it's, it was like a bioweapon. Like I think they literally I think it's a virus that is very contagious that is only um very specific in its growth and it it some people have have a vaccine for it already because it's just a coronavirus so if your vaccine if you had a flu shot a couple of years ago or last year you even you could have fought it off i think some people naturally fight it off with certain blood types and certain uh, immune systems and i think older people were more susceptible to this very contagious virus and I think that's really how it goes. I think they're claiming a lot of people who have it that don't really have it. If you have a strain of of um, coronavirus, you get chalked up for having it. So if you die of leukemia, they're going to say you died from COVID, even though that's not what killed you. Much like AIDS, right? Like when AIDS was a bioweapon. You don't you don't think that COVID was a, was made in a lab in China and Wuhan. No, I do, but and in the sense of like a bioweapon, like I don't think that they dropped anything or released anything. I think it really is a very contagious disease. So they just got someone infected, and then that person went and coughed, and that was really how it naturally spread. I think they hit a home run in New York because it's very it's very condensed. They've been teaching us to use hand sanitizer for almost our whole lives. And that, that's been killing our immune systems, much like yeah. the fire situation when they stopped taking care of the forest fire and doing controlled burns, um, they, they stopped, they, can, they made this bad condition area. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they made the conditions for the fire to get worse. So that's what they've been doing to our immune systems for the past couple of years. And that's what they've been injecting us with, with the vaccines and all this other stuff. So I think it actually is a real virus that they created. And I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but I think it's an actual virus that they created that works like a virus that just gets people contagious very easily. And then sometimes it takes and sometimes it doesn't. That's what I think. Yeah. So a bioweapon. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I think when you think of bioweapon, you think like... I don't like a think, bomb yeah, that went yeah. off that released a virus. Like, right. You know. No, exactly. That's what people think of, but that's not necessarily what it is. And I, I think it was designed to kill older people and not younger people. And it's possible that China's been doing this for a while for population control because there's a fuck ton of people there and the CCP's evil as shit. It's possible that they've they've been creating, you know, coronaviruses that, you know, because they do, there's a difference between making something, like, if it was a bio, like, you're right, like, a bioweapon would fucking, like, if it's dropped in Tempe, we're all fucked. It's not like one of these little games. You think, like, that, mustard you know I mean? gas. That's what I think. Like, like a yeah, pellet. I think it's possible that, people. do you think it's possible that they have started creating coronaviruses that, you know, don't kill kids or young people or like they purposely kill older people or people who are going to die anyways or have, and by die anyways, I mean, they have like health deficiencies where their lives aren't the best anyways, kind of like killing off the weakest links because their population is so fucking massive that it's possible that those fuckers release this shit into their, their population. That's, their I'd population say that's about control. 90% true. I mean, so I'm just what guessing. if we're adopting that? 
what if there are some mayors or people in New York City that adopted the same thing possibly or got out of hand or maybe there's a scandal within like social security and killing off old people. Well, like, lots of older people like, are like, Trump it, it supporters. It could be like way, like way, yeah, killing off Trump supporters. Could, you never know like all the, the reasons behind shit and all the details, but it's it's definitely fucking bizarre and no one's really talking about that anymore. You notice that it's not a narrative of like, what the fuck is this thing? And what the fuck? Well, that's, yeah, that's the annoying thing is that everybody thinks that they're super educated on this thing that nobody knew was was coming and nobody knows what it is. So like they get mad at Trump didn't like, how does anybody know? How dare you say Trump didn't do enough when he did the whole immigration or the, the travel ban from China and then from Europe before you said it was okay. Like, how dare they? Just fucking the other there. thing that's really fishy is like China's flooding. Like they have nonstop rain and like we can make rain clouds. That's proven. That's another one of those things that you say at the lunch table and people laugh at you, but it's fucking true. NASA has a fucking thing that makes rain clouds. It's just hydrogen and oxygen vaporized. That's all it is. You telling me we can't make that shit? Yeah. I'm trying to break that dam and flood the whole fucking country. Yeah, so they're fucking flooding China, and then California's on fire. So it seems like we're at war, and it just doesn't look like war. I mean, it doesn't look like the way we think it's supposed to look. But I think when Trump wins the election, he tells everybody, look, this is what's going on. I know you may not want to hear it, but we're at war with China and and these people who have who are infiltrated our, our country to become rich. And we now need to not only vote them out, but we're we're, we're we're, you know, we're going to war. This is, it's warfare. That's how I see it. And I, that's why I have a hard time talking to, to run of the mill person on the street because I don't, they don't grasp enough. I don't even know how to, where to have a conversation because I don't know where the line is for them. But that's how I see it. Yeah, I see okay. China as a huge fucking problem. Hillary Clinton's still fucking talking about Russia. Nobody on mainstream media is talking about China at all, which is where this fucking virus came from, which is a, which is a, Huge political power, um, um, financial power, energy power, people power. They have fucking a billion people in their country. Like they are a huge problem and no one's talking about it. So that's why I think that's our enemy. I couldn't agree more. I think we have a bunch of enemies, but right now they uh, have never been more transparent about China's bullshit. China's bullshit. Their antics have never been more obvious than they are today. Trump has really brought it to the light. But we have done more than an hour here, so we're going to wrap up tonight's episode, tonight's podcast. Um, any last thoughts? Um. I got that's a that's a yeah. lot of pressure, dude. That's a lot of pressure. I'd say I'm, my my last thoughts are just gonna be I'm I'm always gonna try to stay positive through all this. Like there's ups and downs, there's bad days, there's like times when we get really scared. I mean, but you got to do our best to just stay positive and like um, be optimistic as much as possible. So that's it. That's my Word. last thing. And uh, next episode of the podcast, we're going to try to get on uh, a popular Twitter handle that apparently has been a lifelong nurse and has blown up on Twitter, has a bunch of knowledge on COVID and what's going on. So 
Hopefully, we will get them on the podcast and talking to them. So we'll do that. And uh, please follow the Zoo's News at the Zoo's News on Instagram and at the Zoo's News on Twitter. Follow at uh, the Culture Cat. Cat with a K. Culture Cat with a K. <laughs> and the Conspiracy Ape on Instagram. That's where I drop a lot of uh, little things. Uh, conspiracy mostly uh every now and then something silly but yep thank you guys for listening and uh we will fucking not see you guys literally next week but you'll be able to listen to my dumb voice (laughs) banter (laughs) while i'm stoned (laughs) to my buddy culture cat play the uh uh-huh beat Take care, everybody. <laughs>